another Solid Gold podcast. Welcome to yet another and probably the last one for this year episode of SAPeople.com with me, Melanie Walker, here in Johannesburg and Jenny Baxter over in Antibes in France. Hi, Jen. How's it, Mal? How are you? How's it, hey, Brew? I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks. Say, hey, like, you know, I'm going down to this, like, going to swim with the fishers soon. <laughs> Sorry, I always love oh, doing, love doing the, the, the KZN, like, I put the fish in the fridge. You know, because I know it's so beautifully similar to the New Zealand accent, which always makes me laugh. Oh, yeah, especially about the guy going on about how to um, <clears throat> make your deck look really good. that was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen but we won't say it here Um, what we (laughs) I was just going to say did you see this uh, this week a lot of people talking about chips oh yeah and and all the different ways of saying it and actually in Australia they say cheeps cheeps but the thing is is that they got got that wrong because sure we do call chips chippies chips or crisps chips but we call the other ones are actually this is the way to distinguish slup chips that's what I said in the caption. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. uh, it's slap yeah, chips and yeah. chips. Yeah. So it's slap chips and chips. And chips, but my brew. Chips, eh? Chips. Are but, <laughs> but I think, I think, I do think that slap chips, uh, when I was growing up, was not something that we said in Durban. It's maybe something outside of KZN. Well, I still say I'm going to go and get some slap chips because I know where the best slap chips are in Joburg. So, um, actually, now I've got a hankering for them. I'm going to have to pop along to the fish hook in where is that area? Hmm, near Cresta. It's a wonderful place. They do the best fish and chips in Joburg, quite frankly. Really? And I'm missing that. Yeah, they make the best. It's absolutely awesome. Anyhow, now that we've talked about, you know, like chips, <laughs> chips, brew, with the girls, the blondes are on the line, Xie. Uh What have we got in the way of um, your main story? Obviously, it's going to be about load shedding again. And to rate it, because, oh, of course, we finished last week and then literally found out like about 15 minutes later that Dorator had resigned. Oh, I know. I, I mean, it it was coming, wasn't it? Though? Yeah. Did, but did he jump or was he pushed? Well, did you see? Um, oh, if I were him, I would have had enough by now. Yeah, I'm you surprised know, he lasted that long, quite frankly. Big ups to Andre Dorito. I don't care what anybody said. He was doing an impossible job being hamstrung at every single turn. And I'd like to see what they're going to do now. Would, <laughs> Immediately um, he's gone. We go to stage six load shedding. Yippee! I think he only goes at the end of March, though. Yeah. But I mean, what, what really got my goat, though, was yeah. this whole ANC thing. No, no, no. Don't turn off the power at Nasrec. Why not? You're the people who started this nonsense, okay? Why should you have power? It's not like you're the government. You're just ANC. <laughs> so. Well, it's just, it's just like it's just like um, the Kruger National Park had to release some tips on you know how to handle load shedding in the Kruger, and people were saying you know really the the Kruger brings in so much tourism money mm. should they not be you know they should be allowed to keep the lights on more than. Um, the ANC, uh, Nasrec. But then I remember when I was a kid, we would go to the Kruger and there was no electricity. Yeah. And we had a fabulous time. That's like what it was about. That's the whole thing is, is having a proper bush experience. Candlelight yeah. fires. I mean, get rid of yeah. your cell phones and use a camera. 
you know, not a, not your phone. I know that we've yeah. all become far too dependent on technology and like everybody's like, how are you managing? And I'm like, well, I have these little solar console lights and I have some lights that I, I got from giving blood and the, the uh, SANBS gave us those lights that you can charge. So I have those and I cook on gas and I have an inverter. Yeah, I cook, I cook on gas, brew. You have no idea. <laughs> so I also have um, a little inverter which keeps the Wi-Fi running for four hours, which is all the kids need. And I'm like, well, actually, it doesn't really affect me that. But then I lived in like Sudwana, so we had no, hardly any electricity there. Where we didn't have all the tech, so that we didn't have TVs. Well, there was a TV, but we never watched it. I had a, a nice big fish tank, which was the only thing that I had a problem with when the power went down, was keeping the, the fish aerated. But that yeah. was my TV. I had a hi-fi system. If I listened to music, that was fine. If I didn't, it was also fine. Um, you know, it was so much... There were so many other things to do rather than sit and stare at a screen or worry about electricity. You know, go out there and be lecker, people. There's, there's not pretty much any of us can do, hey? Did you see um, Paulie van Veek, the journalist, she, she um, a, a, a thing that she, a quote, a, I think it was a tweet. In fact, it was a tweet because I screenshot it. Um, that she said about Andre de Reiter and everything that's going oh. on. Why, why haven't we gone to solar and, and uh, wind power? Because it can't yes. be stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny that he would say that? I wonder if he did, though. It could be, you know, what's it, apocryphal? He said, no, 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 but surely Paulie wouldn't make something up like that. She, sa- she said that he said it at the Daily Maverick um, convention mm. thingy, you know, when they get together and talk. It's called a bosparat in this country, eh? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so you know what? We will just keep on going. And, and you know, if the lo- this is the one thing. If the robots are out, for goodness sake, use it like a four-way stop. And actually, once again, just be lecker. Because it is the most frustrating thing when people seem to have lost their minds and their ability to drive. And also, if you happen to see pedestrians on the side of the road, the other day, I'm not joking, I'm driving, it's the middle of the day, Two people walked out in front of me on the main road in two different areas. I'm sitting there thinking, guy, do you know that you're just in a little meat carcass, okay? Against this car, you have no chance. So, and were they drunk? Or? No. No, just not concentrating. Just wandered oh. right straight. But fortunately, I was like very aware of the fact that there may be silly people. And considering that 60%, over 60% of the deaths on our roads in South Africa are pedestrians, watch out for those people on the side of the road because yeah. they don't... They don't understand that jaywalking is actually not allowed. Um, do you know, talking roads, though, I don't know if you saw one of our posts that went viral, landed up in the Namibia, in a German newspaper in Namibia. And it was a guy, I don't know if you've met him, George Noak. He's, he's yes. fabulous. He just loves Johannesburg and South Africa. And so he's always promoting the country. But he went back to Namibia on holiday and had to actually stop his car and take a photo of this road in Swakopmund because there were no potholes. Oh yes, I saw that, no potholes. Yeah, and the traffic lights were working and, and, and he was saying, it's like a fairy tale. I keep having to pinch myself. I can't believe it's real. And he said there were no potholes in the whole of Swakopmund. And yeah, so it, it actually made it into the newspapers, which yeah. was very funny. But Swakop's brilliant. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking of moving there at one stage. It was a really beautiful place. And just a big shout out to all the people I know who are in Swakop as well. Vort <laughs> Swakop. Okay, so let's get back to what we've got going 
morning here. News for expats. Elephant swimming pool. That's actually, I saw that picture. It's really sweet. Um, you see the person's feet and then the elephant coming and peeping over and drinking from the swimming pool. Is that right? It is, but actually it's a video. So if you if you go through to the article, there's a video of it and then you see the elephant walking up on the side. Um, but but even more, so, so this was at a, a lodge in in the greater Kruger area. Mm. But even more amazing, I think, than the elephant that comes to the swimming pool, you know, to have some water, and it's not chlorinated, so it's perfectly safe, um, is the fact that the couple who took the video, whose feet it is, and the cameraman, have visited South Africa from Belgium 42 times. Good people. Since 1991. Yeah, so they love South Africa. They visit at least once or twice a year. Even, Even during COVID, they... Um, still went to the Kruger where it was fairly safe, you mm, know. Mm. So, um, so I think for any foreigners listening, you know, South Africa it must be a wonderful place to visit on holiday because I don't know many people who go on holiday forty-two times to the same country. Yeah, um, I, I. I have gone holidays to South Africa <laughs> every year. Yeah. Um, but one thing I have noticed that, yeah, Joburg, not a whole lot to do. And also the weather's not been all that great, to be honest. I mean, I haven't even had a pool day yet. I mean, can you believe it? We're like almost at the end of the year and I have not had a pool day. That is just yeah. like scary. And I think, what is it? Last year we had nine days of sun, sunshine that we could actually get out into the pool, um, like the whole of last season, last summer. Um, but... I'm thinking that Cape Town may be the place to go because there's no rabies there. Oh, isn't that awful? Mm. So, yeah, the, 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 the government has released a whole load of tips on what to do and please any tourists and, and locals to not pick up any stray cats or dogs. Just call the authorities and let them know. Mm. Um, because it basically has 100% fatality. Once it's kicked in and you start showing symptoms, um, it's 100%, which is insane. Well, we haven't got it in, in Joburg at the moment, but I know that we had yeah. a big rabies outbreak probably, what, about five, six years ago with rats in kind of Linden. Hello, I can put my teeth back in. <laughs> Linden and that kind of area with, um, I think there were some rabid animals in like Delta Park and they infected it. And a friend of mine had to have both her dogs put down, which was terrible. Oh, and she got bitten by a dog and had to go on all the medication as well. So, well, they say it's actually law in South Africa to have your dog um, vaccinated annually. Yeah, but no, against rabies, absolutely. Really yeah. yeah. And, and the problem is, is somebody, you know, because I think the Eastern Cape and KwaZulu-Natal along the coast are two of the, the worst hit areas. Mm. Um, and the problem is, you know, somebody goes on holiday from Johannesburg and, t- you know, picks it up or something and it's very easy to take it back to Joburg. So yeah. everybody no, has to be My careful. dogs were always vaccinated because I used to travel from Joburg down to the South Coast to see my parents. And so I'd yeah. take my dog with me and um, he had a rabies injection every single year, vaccination. So just be... Be, shall I say it again? Be lekker, yeah. people. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what news have you got from expats? Well, the Australia, the South Africans in Australia just had the best time with the swimming, which we spoke about last week. Yeah. Remember, Matt Sates had won gold. Um, since then, Chad Leclerc just amazing. He won two gold medals. I think the hundred meter and the two hundred meter 
butterfly. Mm -hmm. um, we have a fantastic video where you can just see his father almost having a heart attack cheering him on to win. Um, for, for Chad, it was so huge. As he said, he hasn't been happy for a very long time. And, you know, it's taken a long journey to get here. Win or lose, he's at a happy place now, which is, which is wonderful. And he's doing so much for mental health mm. and raising awareness how hard it is for South African men to talk about things that are getting them down or just how they're feeling, you know. Um, but, yeah, so, so he got the gold. Uh, Lara Fanico got silver. So that was very exciting. And then um, a wonderful story. There's this guy, Neo Masebi. He's 18. Uh, read his story on SA People because he really has come from tragedy, never knowing his father, his mother dying when he was five. Um, but just, you know, he has this dream to run in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, he came third in a race, less than a second behind um, Akani Simbine. Um, is that the Akani Simbine? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, he's one of South Africa's greatest Olympians, and this young 18-year-old um, was less than a second behind him. So an Olympian in America called him and has offered him this wonderful opportunity. He's in Ohio right now at the Spire Academy. He's being trained by Olympians. Uh, the whole thing is that they get they do training and academics to get them into the top universities so that they can continue getting top, top um, training. And already he's improved uh, even more than, than he, you know, how good he was already doing. Brilliant. So, yeah, so he's got his eyes set on the 2024 Paris Olympics, which maybe you'll come over for, and he'll be representing South Africa. So. Very cool. Fabulousness. Uh, I did see that, um, of course, we like to talk about Princess Charlene. Um, <laughs> and, and I did see, I saw the pictures when I looked first, it was the first thing up on the SA People uh, Facebook page. And I was looking and thinking, giant penguins. <laughs> oh, a reindeer that looks like a dog, a very happy dog. <laughs> so where were they? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was in Monaco, but I think there's some artist or whatever who has sold a whole bunch of these because because here in Antibes and Valbon, all around, wherever I go, I'm seeing these. Giant these penguins. Yeah, and, and big globes, you know, like snow globes mm -hmm. with polar bears inside. And, and I mean, they're gorgeous, but I wish the kids could go in the globe because it's kind of exciting. But yeah, Charlene and uh, Charlene and her hubby, Prince Albert of Monaco, and their twins, uh, Jacques and Gabriella, were handing out presents and sweets to all the kids in Monaco who are, I think, between the age of five and 12. So it's like an annual thing. They oh, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. You know, our parents always told us, don't accept sweets from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in Monaco, they're not strangers. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll give them was, that. I was once in a hospital with one of my children in, in Monaco, and the doctors and nurses, they were telling me just how incredible that royal couple are and how they'll come and just visit unannounced um, just, just to support, because Monaco is small enough that you can walk, you know, walk around it in an hour. So, but still, it's, it's beautiful. Okay. They take the time. All right. Um, okay. So Trevor Noah, I see, is going to be hosting the Grammy Awards again. Uh huh. It's amazing. This is the third time. So it's a 
wonderful nod of approval to how he's been doing it. Because I think he has, you know, he, he makes everybody laugh, mm. but he also has such a humble appreciation of music. Like he really loves it, you know, and I think it's contagious. He's been, he's been a brilliant host for them. So, yeah, it'll be his third time, 5th of February. Coolness. And, and I think the, <clears throat> the big thing that, of course, I'm not on anymore, as you know, I, I believe that there's a world of cess and the cesspit is Twitter. But our dear Elon Musk must step down. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Did you see he did a poll? Yeah. I did see the poll, and and, and I think it was a huge no to him. It was. It like was a huge no. Fifty-seven percent compared to forty-three. It's not massive, but anyway, he has said he said he would honour the poll, but as everybody says, um, he knew what the outcome was going to be. He's done this deliberately, you know, as it makes headlines and it's part of his way of transitioning because you know he's got other things to do than than sit and tweet all day so um did you see he was tweeting from the world cup it was like he was a journalist oh, really <laughs> yeah tweeting photos and videos from the world cup um and and just about the cesspit on twitter uh something that caught a lot of south africans um attention was actually a guy in oxford did a tweet this week that was amazing about three days ago he um he said hey guys uh just wanted to say goodbye i'm out of here and you know lots of people have been leaving twitter so so you know you almost stop reading and then he goes actually i'm i'm, I'm out of everything not just twitter but the whole show um i've been fighting cancer for the last few de- for the last few years and i have just days left to live um, and he said, you know, thank you to everything. And I leave this world with so much love in my heart. And it was really inspiring. And Mal, you cannot believe the thousands of comments from mm. South Africans and people around the world just saying, you know, people think Twitter's a cesspit, but actually there are a lot of very warm-hearted, beautiful things happening. And you've got to sort of, when, when you see the cesspit bit, block those people yeah. and you'll soon start getting channeling the, the better people. Yeah, the, no. The, no, sorry, you mustn't compare people, but the happier people. I do agree with you. And of course, you have to be on Twitter if you want to be able to report anything like to Joburg Water or to City Power or to the JRA for roads and stuff, because I mean, that's the one that they, they get onto quite quickly. So I yeah. do, but not under my name anymore. Um, I have a, really? I have an alternative, but I use that alternative just to follow people like James Blunt <laughs> because I love James <laughs> Blunt. I know that's a bit. <laughs> One should never admit that, but he is one of the funniest people on Twitter. He's brilliant. Um, I just want to go back to what you were talking about with Chad. He is very blunt. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's so funny. Uh, Going back to what you said about Chad LeClos, um, and, and, you know, men should really sort of put their hands out and say, I need some help. I think women are a lot better at doing that. Um, With the, the suicide of Twitch, um, Twitch, of course, from oh, So You Think You Can Dance and the DJ for Ellen. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of us who followed So You Think You Can Dance, we all adored Twitch. Yeah. I mean, it's such a sad thing. So, you know, I have two wishes for yes. this Christmas because, you know, I'm not like a presenty person. I can, I'm usually the, the Christmas Grinch. Um, yeah. My two wishes are, number one, if you're alone and you're feeling very alone and you don't know what to do, talk to somebody. 
whether it be the South African Depression and Anxiety Support Group, whether it be a friend, whether it be just somebody that you can get hold of who will listen to you chat. My second wish goes out to Mark Pilgrim from Hot 1027 who's still in hospital having another procedure, fighting cancer. This has been a horrible, horrible year for losing people to cancer um, with Jeremy Mansfield, of course, with Kevin Savage and a whole bunch of other people. So Mark Pilgrim, keep fighting the good fight. We are here. Can't wait to hear you back on radio again. Anyway, so let's get on to some local good news now that I've sort of, (laughs) let's bring the mood back up again. Absolutely. (laughs) And can I also say on, on that and on Twitch is that I think that we all also, um, because we have social media now, which is a way that some people do talk. So they might not talk to a real life human, mm. but they say something on social media, kind of go, go another step when you see somebody. Okay, so for instance, a friend of mine in Durban um, committed suicide, uh, died by suicide earlier this year. And her comments had been exactly like Twitch's because I looked through Twitch's um, previous comments, mm-hmm. okay? And there were at least two in the last three months where he said things like, hang on, um, everything you've been wishing for is just around the corner, don't give up. And, you know, you, you see something like that and you think, oh, how sweet this person's posted this to inspire me, you know? They're inspiring but themselves. Actually, Exactly. exactly. They're trying to actualize their feelings, their inner feelings, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, reach out. Even if it's to me and Jenny, I know we're weird blondes, but uh, (laughs) you can always get on to SA People on Facebook and and send us a message. Seriously, do. Because, you know, on on Facebook, I cannot tell you the messages I get from people who, who, uh, if you looked on social media, they look so happy. Mm. But behind the scenes... They, you know, they tell me that they are feeling very, I, I think the load shedding has had a far huger impact on people's psyches yeah. than people realize. And so I've been getting a lot of messages like that, which is why Mike Abel's um, post is, is going so viral and is so wonderful, which is um, we still on. And I don't know if he did that deliberately, we still on rather than we're still on, but um have you seen the post? Who's still it, on? He says we, W-E, mm-hmm. we still on. And, and the whole post, so, so Mike, you know, he's from Saatchi, etc. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the whole post is about, you know, the lights might be off, but the sun is still shining. The views are still beautiful. The mountains are still there. The, the celebration Oh, yes, I saw about the mountains, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is still on. You think it's off, but it's still and on. And you're and still on. And you know what? Yeah. They can't steal the sunshine and the wind, hey? <laughs> <laughs> As Dorita allegedly said. <laughs> yes, let's, let's go with that. Okay, and, and I see that Tom Cruise has been back here again. He just can't get enough of South Africa, can he, really? No, he really can't. And actually, I must post today. Um, we, did I tell you we've got a video where he visited Kalani Club and, um, and they videoed and sent it to us where he actually says that he is back because South Africa is so beautiful. Where's Kalani um, Club? Kalani Cu- Country Club? Where is in that? In Johannesburg. Oh, was he in Joburg? He, he, he was... Nobody was, told me. I'd have stalked him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry, I, you was, say Killarney. I think about the Killarney race course down in the Cape. 
oh, sorry, I don't even know that. No, no, no. He, he was only in Johannesburg for a day. Mm -hmm. More famously for the rest of the world, he was um, down on the beach and jumping out a helicopter. Uh, oh, I did that. He's just copying plane. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe it wasn't a helicopter. So, okay. He was uh, flying out of a, 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 jumping out of a flying object, <laughs> an identified <laughs> flying object. And, um, an identifiable and flying object, which Jenny can't identify <laughs> right identify. now. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and absolutely brilliantly, he's kind of saying, um, in sunny SA, and, you know, you look down and you see the coast and everything. Um, and he said, you know, I just wanted to thank everybody for supporting the movie this year because I mean it, it did Maverick just did so well mm. it was Maverick hey? mm. Top Gun Maverick um, uh, thanking everybody wishing everybody a happy holiday and then he kind of gets to the end and um, he just sort of leans out of the plane and, and falls <laughs> and backwards just, out of the plane yep. yeah yeah really really cool good boy yeah, yeah it's just coming and wanting to be me he's about 20 odd years too late though <laughs> and he's a guy. It's much more exciting when a woman does it. Okay, talking about women, um, I, I saw <laughs> I saw the post that the South African women's hockey team are doing so well. Now, of course, hockey is very, very close to my heart, having one of South Africa's top hockey players, male hockey players, living in my house. So I've become like I did play hockey at school, made the under fifteen E team. <laughs> I was useless, let's be honest. I've never been a team player. But um <laughs> but these these women are doing absolutely brilliantly. I mean, I, w I wouldn't I wouldn't get in their way if they're running down the field towards me. I I decide step pretty very quickly, but I mean, sure. Well done to them qualifying for the first FIH Hockey Fives World Cup in January 2024 in Muscat in Oman. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And and I just I love how how South Africans love getting behind their, their sports stars. And mm. um, yeah, in, in my next life, I think I want to be a sports star because they definitely get a lot of support, except when they don't win. And then, then you get killed, yeah. Um, okay, and talking about getting behind, I mean, because dance sports, which incorporates um, Latin and ballroom dancing, and it's called dance sport, although there's a whole bunch of people on Facebook who are like, oh, we can't call dance a sport. But I mean, if it hadn't been for the fact that here in South Africa it had been um, changed the name to dance sport, uh, so they could get some money put into it because it's a sport, um, it would, there would be fewer kind of ballroom and Latin dancers going around the world and doing such amazing stuff, including Oti Mabusi, who, of course, we saw on Strictly Come Dancing, which I'm busy watching at the moment. I'm going to go to my friend's house and sit there and binge watch all the rest of the... because I haven't been there for a, a, a couple of weeks. I can't wait. Okay, and so I won't tell you, but you, so you don't know who wins? No. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. I don't know. I deliberately did not put anything on Facebook because I'm, I'm it's... Um, going for... What's his name? Not Kwanzaa. The guy with the... Hansa, Hansa with the long dreads. I absolutely love him. I think he's fantastic. Okay, I, nobody tell Melanie. Till don't she's watched don't it. tell Melanie. Yeah, but, no, but don't. The beautiful thing with Oti is, you know, she's no longer with Strictly. Yeah, and um, just and her sister is with the weird hairstyles. Yes, and she said, and she said, she said, uh, her beautiful sister, and she said, um, this year, it was kind of weird for her to not be at the BBC studios filming, you know. Um, instead, she went to an orphanage in South Africa 
and danced with the girls there, which was just, she said it was her most meaningful day of 2022. Um, she, went, she went with her other sister, Philemon. Um, they went shopping first, and then they went to, um, it's, it's an orphanage by Winnie Mambasa Foundation, mm -hmm. um, which is Lisa, who is a BBC presenter herself. You know, she fell in love with South Africa. Mm. It's, a, it's a beautiful story how she got involved in this. And, and Oti has been an ambassador for a few years of the foundation. And so, um, yeah, she went there, gave presents to the girls, danced with them and had a bride. And danced some more. And that, of course, makes me think about Claire Johnson, who's also been gigging recently. You know that song, Dance oh, Some More? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and talk yeah. about gigs, of course. I mean, I'm just so sad I didn't manage to actually swing it to get down to Cape Town to go and watch the Elemental Reunited concert, which, well, they had they did four concerts down in the Cape in the last couple of weeks. Um, Herman Oyster okay. came in from Germany um, and the original lineup played and apparently it was fantastic. I'm just oh, so sad I didn't yeah. make it because of course I, I like was their stage manager when they did that whole theatrical piece yeah, at the Market Theatre which was so much fun and of course living overseas with them in Ireland was great fun anyhow one of those things I hope the people that got to see it enjoyed it and I just wish they'd have come to Joburg as well because you know this is where it all started really and, and tonight is the last Christmas concert in Cape Town of the uh, Mzanzi Philharmonic yes, yes yeah Philharmonic. So, and I think Walter Kellerman is there Oh really? Is he yeah. is he performing? Yeah, oh. yeah. And remember, they are singing um, uh, some of it in Zulu. Yes, so the Ode to Joy in Zulu, which could be quite yeah. fun. Cool. And of course, talking about oh gosh, I can't believe what happened to this year. How are we at Christmas already? I mean, you know, really. Um, and I keep saying last year, and I'm talking about two months ago. Yes, I know, but you already <laughs> think you're in 2023. I'm still sitting in January as far as I'm concerned. January 2020. What year are we in again? I, <laughs> I still think I'm in 2021. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you really are like a, a bit ahead of time there. Okay, so there's so much stuff to watch on TV. I've been um, Donka Boss once again, episode four. It comes out on Tuesday night, so now I have to wait until next Tuesday, um, which is driving me mad. I mean, put it all out there. Some of us like so are impatient. Brilliant. And if you're overseas, you can watch as well. It, it honestly is the best South African show I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. Absolutely on Showmax, Showmax, Showmax. Yeah, on Showmax. So there's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff that you can watch um, in the way of entertainment if you do have yeah. power and you're not partying too hard outside, of course, which I think <laughs> we should all be doing, seeing as we're in South Africa. Um, so just have an... Um, what, are, what are the ones that have come up that you think that people should watch? Just, all, all I was going to say is, you know, on every channel, they've all got their Christmas movies and they just are worth watching. Um, oh, Gosh, you know that good-looking Kevin from This Is Us? He's got a Christmas movie. And it's worth oh, really? Oh, him. I must watch yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Justin Hartley, he is so divine. He is hot. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's on, on Netflix. Um, but heaps of shows on Showmax and everybody else. And then, because um, we're going to be away next week, so mm. just to, to let you know, for New Year's Eve, um, making a lot of headlines around the world is Harry and Meghan, Prince Harry and Meghan, have, have got together with the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, and on New Year's Eve, they'll be releasing a seven-part series. It is called Live to Lead, inspired obviously by Nelson Mandela. And um, 
and it features international people who have just been extraordinary leaders, um, motivating change and, and helping people progress. Um, two South Africans that I know of that are going to be on the show are L.B. Sachs, who was the anti-apartheid activist, and, um, and Sia Kolisi, oh, the, the Springbok rugby captain. Yeah, so great leaders. Excellent. Okay. I know that um, people either love them or hate them. I think mostly most people hate them at the moment for some reason. Shame. Poor Meghan and Harry. Give them a break. They're better than the Kardashians, aren't they? <laughs> I must say, if you're going to watch the, their documentary, watch episode four. Because, because most of it is really boring. And newspapers wanting to sell and newspapers being the enemy that they're talking about. Because most of what they say is aimed at newspapers, not at the palace. Mm. Um, so everything that you're seeing, you know, it just kind of drives me a little crazy. Because I have friends in England who will watch the clips that the TV puts on, but won't watch the actual show. And obviously, the TV stations are choosing specific clips that will anger you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but episode four kind of sums up a lot and at least shows some of their side and just that they're human and you, you might just understand a little bit. But um, And South Africa is featured quite heavily as well, okay. which is quite wonderful to see. Well, they can so. live in La La Land, and I'm living in the world of his dark materials, which season, oh. the new season's out, so I've been watching that as well. But I also have to wait for and next week for the next on one. And show, Max. Yes. Yeah. I'm having yeah. to wait for it. It's all on show, Max. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what have you got coming up? Seeing as we're not going to be speaking about it next week, what have you got coming up on sapeople.com, the big story for the next week? Okay, before Christmas, coming up like now in the, in, the, in the next couple of days, is the Christmas lights in Johannesburg because we mentioned the amazing lights down in Fishhook and in Durban Botanic Gardens. Well, in Johannesburg, there is a lady. Her name is Danielle Goff, mm -hmm. and she has for 17 years, next year will be her 18th, she lights up all the houses in the street it's moray drive is this the one in she, rand park ridge area i don't know where moray drive is the the article is still to be done so. okay <laughs> well you'll have to go coming up <laughs> which means that you're going to have to go onto sapeople.com to be able to find out where the christmas lights yeah. are but and it's amazing <laughs> she has a daytime and a nighttime display mm -hmm. All the houses in the street, kids come from schools, she gives out presents, she, and, and she's also not a stranger. <laughs> she's been doing it for a long time, so it's okay, you can take those presents. Uh, yeah. um, just wonderful. She just loves bringing Christmas cheer. She makes news around the world. Uh, international people say just how um, they've never seen such a joyous display. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that seeing as I'm here. Um, let's just hope that, uh, that she has a generator or solar power to keep the lights going because who knows what's going to happen, whether we're going to descend into darkness for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if we do, we do. If we don't, well, you know, there we go. As long as you, you know, can keep your spirits up and keep your, your brain on. I think that's the way to go. And on that, Jenny, I would love to just say to you, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> and to everybody who's been listening as well, a very merry Christmas to you all as well. Um, if you if you aren't celebrating Christmas, like be safe out there. 
enjoy the holidays, a happy holiday. I would have said like a quiet Kwanzaa. Um, we've, we've already passed a happy Hanukkah and divine Diwali, but lekker kerspies, ne? You would buy buy a lekker kerspies Want we care very much about South Africans and well, the rest of the world as well, but mainly South Africans. So Jen, take it easy. Have a fantastic day. And be safe out there. We miss you all. Give the stories to Jenny. Show her how you're celebrating your perfectly South African Christmas. We'll catch you again in a couple of weeks' time. Jenny, take care, my darling. Au revoir. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Mel. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast.